0: having studied so many marriages and people, what you guys would do and considered an awesome date, Alisa and I may be like, that's not us. And what yeah. we do, you may look at it and go, why would we do something like that? Yeah. It's what you guys enjoy. And really what we love for people to do is see these and go, what do we love? What, who, who am I? Roger, who, who am I? What do, what do you love to do? And how do you express that to Nina?
1: So do you ever envy those so-called hashtag couples goals?
2: Well, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, you get butterflies every time you see them.
1: You lust them.
2: You're infatuated with them.
1: You want to be with them all the time, like best friends.
2: Do you want that to last forever?
1: Together, let's discover what it takes to say a massive yes to all the above and still live your best lives. As long as you're willingly and consistently discover each other in new ways. And that right there is what the show is all about. We're Nina and Roger.
2: And this is The, is the, the Animal Animal show. show. Yeah,
1: baby. So, baby,
2: how would you like to have sex for 40 days straight? <laughs> you're funny. It sounds good. Is it doable?
1: I don't know. Well... Our next guests, Tony and Elisa, did it. Wow. They went for 60, but they did 40. Slackers.
2: (laughs) Slackers. Do you think you can beat them?
1: I don't know. I don't know. We should try.
2: You want to take up the challenge?
1: Sure. Guys, (laughs) we'll be back in 60 days. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to get into our guests in a second, but I want to talk to you guys a little bit about what's been going on with the show. Uh, Nina and I have been doing a few uh solo episodes lately of things that we been studying and figuring that would help it helped us immensely and I figured it would help you guys as well with your relationships and marriages um and those numbers have been those episodes have been flying off the shelves like we're up 32% so I want to thank everybody from the bottom of our heart for sharing for listening for tuning in to what we have to say.
2: Look at us climb up the, climbing up the ladder, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're having fun doing it. So,
2: Well, I think also what it is, I think people are relating to what we're saying because we're just talking about our experience and our marriage. And I believe a lot of you out there who are married um, are relating to our our. Our experience, And mm-hmm. that's why you're listening and that's why, you know, our numbers are growing and we're going up and we, for that, we appreciate you. We love you and keep listening, please.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Keep sharing the Head Over Heels show and uh, we'll keep doing episodes over and over again that'll bring value to everybody. Hopefully it brings value to everybody. I'm sure um, it does. Another thing that's coming up is Mother's Day. I don't know if any, everybody out there is ready for Mother's Day. If you're not and you're looking for ideas, we've decided to put everything on our site uh, at 20% off. And we have, you know, two big items on our on our uh, site right now. So one of them is, is what we call a date box. And that consists of a large canvas with plastic wrap that goes on the ground so you don't make a mess. Mom doesn't get all pissed off. And you put the canvas down. You splash it on some pa- some paint on it, and use your bodies as the paintbrushes, and come up with a great work of art that you can put over the bed, and have your kids ask, "Mommy and Daddy, what is that?" Yeah.
2: <laughs> what are those balls, Mama? <laughs> but it's, you know what? It could be used for the family as well. It doesn't have to be just for the two yeah, of you. If you decide, just hand painting,
1: finger painting, all that stuff with the kids would be fun. You know, you can have something that uh, you guys created together.
2: A great gift from mom,
1: and it's a large canvas. It's a you know, it's something that's uh, pretty significant. And you'll have, you'll have fun doing it, right? Um, and the other thing is, we have our fitness apparatus, which is a um, it's a four part package.
2: It's a door system. Yeah, goes it on your door. It's got
1: bands on it for you can do hundreds and hundreds of workouts with it right now.
2: Yeah, I do a lot of them every day.
1: Yeah, and we got, got all
2: my Instagram. You see them.
1: Yeah. And it comes with the ab roller, as well as what I like to call the booty bands, which they're resistant bands, if the technical term. <laughs> and Nina's also worked her ass off and put together a meal plan. Uh, how many meals do you have on there? It's a recipe.
2: It's a, yeah, it's an ebook recipe. It has over 30 uh, recipes in there. And they're basically, I wouldn't call it a meal plan. I would call it like a, a, a just a lifestyle eating, really. It's all fresh. All the meals are under 30 minutes. And I make them all from scratch.
1: Low calories, very clean eating. Let's face it, people—we're we're not getting any younger. So if you want to be able to eat and be full, and not you know, look full. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh my god!
1: These but, are, these are great meal plan. And, and you know what? I've been eating like this for I, I want to say a good five six years now, maybe longer. Um, try nine. Yeah, started and, this
2: about nine years ago.
1: And you know, it's I enjoy every meal and. Tastes good, you know, nothing's fried, nothing. It doesn't take hours for you to make. So
2: like I said, and it's a lifestyle change. I mean, everybody I get asked on a daily how we keep fit and shape, especially during the pandemic. Well, it's that. I you we use the system every day. It's a door system that you can just literally put on any door. And I cook healthy. And that's what you're gonna get all that in this in this system.
1: There you go. So 20% off all of those things on our site.
2: is generous, baby. There you go.
1: Go and get it. We'll be happy to see you guys working with this apparatus or you know, hopefully sending us a picture of the uh, paintings you guys make. And
2: And speaking of Mother's Day, I think any mother would be extremely happy to get that as a Mother's Day gift. Why not? You got a workout system at home. You got great meals to cook under 30 minutes for your family. I mean, I would be happy if it was given to me. There you go.
1: Booyah. So (laughs) without further ado... Let's talk a little bit about our guests here, baby girl.
2: Oh, great. So today we have Tony and Lisa De Lorenzo on the show. Tony and Lisa are from one extraordinary marriage. They have been married for 25 years, you guys. And just like any other marriage, they've had their ups and downs.
1: And Many of them actually, they actually talked about part part of this, the way it started for them was they were on the brinks of divorce.
2: Right. So, <laughs> so. The 40-day the sex, that was part of their, you know, resolution. And it worked clearly because they've been together for 25 years and they're here to, to share with us their experience. and
1: I guess you'd call that banging it out.
2: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they're awesome. They're incredible. I, you know, I, I really felt their love and their energy through the screen uh, with each other because you can tell they're really in love with each other. They're really close. And, you know, that, that the saying that they say you attract who you are, well, I think we've been doing that with this show. For yep. the past six months of this podcast, we have brought in so many people on the show that have same um, values and same goals as we do mm-hmm. and for our marriage. And I'm so grateful for that because we're not the only one in this world. I thought we were the only one who felt this way about each other. But no, there are tons of you out there that are loving in, in your marriage and your mm-hmm. relationship that want to see your relationship long and last for yourself and for your families. And Tony and Elisa are here to share with us some of their experiences and their coaching services as well because they're also coaches. They coach a lot of families and couples and their marriages.
1: And we, get, we have a lot of fun discussing the uh, six pillars of intimacy in this episode. So
2: That's right, so without further ado, everybody, please welcome Tony and Lisa Lorenzo. So Tony and Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here.
3: We're grateful. Yeah. You know, it, it's fun to connect with others that are passionate about marriage. And yeah. that really just gets us excited um to meet others that are making a difference.
2: And and that's that's exactly why we wanted you guys on the show because we follow your podcast, we follow your Instagram, and you're all about marriage and how to make it work. And and I know you guys have been together for a long time and so have we. Yeah. So why don't you, you guys start, yes, i will just start telling our audience, what do you guys do? How long you've been together, and you just your story.
3: Yeah. yeah, well, we we got married, oh, my gosh, a million years ago. It's, it'll be 25 years this October, yep. um, which like, it's like a lifetime and a blink of an eye all at the same time, yeah. right? <laughs> right, when you get to that point. And I would love to, you know, be here sitting with you guys and say it's all been, you know, just like rainbows and unicorns and all of this wonderful stuff. but. It hasn't been. It hasn't been. Oh, I know, geez. shocker. I thought it's been wonderful
0: all, all 24, almost 25 years. I mean, you're married <laughs> to me. Why wouldn't it be?
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that, that right there, right. Um, but yeah, we've we've weathered a lot of storms. We've yeah. gone through pornography addiction. We've dealt with the loss of a child. We've dealt with mm-hmm. financial difficulties, and you know, parenting kids, and dealing with you know, sexless seasons in our marriage. Mm-hmm. And you know, we got to a point. Gosh. How many years ago now
0: be 13 years ago,
3: 13 years ago. Yeah. Where we're just like, we've got three options. We're going to get divorced now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, We're going to get divorced when the baby who was at that point in time two, Two. when she turns 18 Mm -hmm. or we're going to decide to do life differently and figure out how to do marriage. Well, Mm -hmm. and clearly we're still together. So option, you know, one didn't happen. Um, And we got radical about figuring out how to do marriage really
2: well yay (laughs) good for you guys good for you that you took the time and you know so how did that how did you guys decide to uh make it work what were the some of the things that you did to make your marriage work
0: yeah so what we did there at year 11 it was radical for us uh we happened to be watching some tv shows and when we were done with the one that we were watching we had this there's this couple there was these two couples actually Both of them were talking about sex challenges Mm -hmm. and we were watching this and I was enamored by this. The first couple, the wife for her, her husband's 40th birthday, she gave him 365 days of sex. And I'm like,
3: she gave him a, she gave him a year of sex. She didn't actually, by By how many many days days? they have. She just said, right.
0: Right. She said, Hey, I'm giving you 365 days of sex. How many days they had. All right. The next couple comes on. They say they're going to do 101 days. Mm -hmm of sex and they actually have sex for 101 days straight. And I'm looking at this and I'm watching this and I'm going, oh my goodness, Alisa and I are about to lead an eight week study around sexual intimacy in a small group setting. And I'm thinking in my mind, I'm going, all right, well that's like two months, that's 60 days. And so I turn to her and we're not in a good place in our marriage at all at this point in time. Like we are having sex maybe once a month, maybe twice if we are lucky. And I remember just turning to her and going, what if we did a 60 day sex challenge?
3: And and to be truthful, our emotional intimacy was so bad at that time. Like there was no, like, I wasn't feeling anything for him that I was just like, absolutely not. Like, I'm not interested in having sex with you. We're not having sex with you. (laughs) Just no. Yeah. Um, But it was really interesting. Especially
0: not if you're not used to it.
3: Yeah. I'm like.
0: There's such disconnect in our marriage. We we were in
3: a bad spot. Um, But the next day I call it my come to Jesus moment where I'm standing there with a basket full of laundry in the garage going, if you're not willing to do this, if you're not willing to see what happens, if you put your marriage first, your marriage might just be over. Mm -hmm. And so I said, yes, we ended up completing 40 out of 60 days. And, you know, so many people ask us about it. Like, well, was it just the sex? And I go, well, that's the sex was the catalyst. But how we deepened our entire marriage, our emotional intimacy, our recreational intimacy, our spiritual, intimacy, how we went after all of these other areas mm-hmm. is really what the transformation was. The sex was just the catalyst.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: That's incredible. So, 40 days. Well, that's really good.
3: 40 days. Yeah, really, really good.
1: Should we try and break that record? We <laughs>
3: have <laughs> many. Bet you many yeah. You like, would be a great company. There are a lot of rock stars it. in the one family. Yeah. Um, who have done who have far exceeded what we did
0: yeah oh really and it was though. that's where we learned so much about ourselves and about marriage that we just were like we're not going to stop mm-hmm. like we're not going to stop we're going to go after it
2: good for you guys no this is an incredible challenge to be honest it's now I'm I'm getting you know starting to think about it our marriage is really 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 good but it could always get better
3: <laughs>
1: Especially if there's like 40 or 60 days of sex nonstop.
3: <laughs> and I think you, know, you bring up a really good point. Like, it doesn't matter where your marriage is, it can always get better. Yes. Yeah. But are you going to be intentional mm-hmm. to level up your marriage, right? Are you going to be intentional to say, okay, that's an intriguing idea, whether it's getting closer emotionally or, or sexually or physically? You know, what does that look like? Are, are you willing to do what it takes? Because it's not just going to happen.
2: hmm. And this is exactly why I love this podcasting business and this, this well, how much we've been learning from people like yourselves. We always, like I said, I thought our marriage was perfect, but now listening to you guys, listening to a lot of other people that we've interviewed, we're implementing a lot of things that we're learning, guys, and yeah. it really is making a huge difference in our marriage. Thinking before that was perfect, but really it wasn't, you know? It always, always needs improvement. <laughs> okay.
1: No. So... I know you guys um, started something, uh, what was it the six pillars of intimacy? Mm-hmm. Why'd you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, so our six pillars of intimacy really was birthed out of that challenge. Mm-hmm. And okay. so Elise and I started going on this journey and started going, all right, what does it look like to have an extraordinary marriage? Mm-hmm. And so as we've been studying marriages for 11 years now, and and even in our hours, just developing it and growing it over the last 13 years, we really started seeing this thing. People go intimacy. And, and it's interesting, Nina, you even said it too. You're like, hey, that area of intimacy. And when most people say intimacy, what are they thinking? Sex. Sex. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but there's so much more. As we studied couples and looked at our even our own lives, intimacy is way more than just sex. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so we began to look at this and we're like, what are those pillars? And so what we really realized as we begin to look at couples and our own marriage is that there are six pillars of intimacy. There's emotional intimacy, there's yeah. physical intimacy, financial intimacy, spiritual intimacy, recreational intimacy, and sexual intimacy. And so when you have each of those pillars and they're strong and they're strengthening each other and one another, you have in a marriage you have in a marriage that is just unstoppable. It's mm-hmm. it's like the Coliseum, right? The Coliseum has been there for what? How many years? Two, 3000 years now. Oh, yeah. The yeah. actual yeah.
3: Coliseum the LA Colosseum. No, yeah. The, like what are you talking about?
0: The one in Rome. But you think about all <laughs> the real <those> Coliseum. Col- <laughs> yeah. You think the about realm. all those Colosseum. All, all those pillars around that Coliseum hold it up. And that's the same thing that can happen in your marriage. Mm-hmm.
2: And and like, help me out here. If there's a, I mean, there's a lot of marriages that that fall apart. What do you think is missing in those, any of those pillars? Like what how does a marriage fall apart and when they, you know, they could fix it?
3: Well, and here's here's why this framework of the six pillars makes such a difference in couples' lives. Because oftentimes when couples are struggling, right? When they feel disconnected, it's really hard to say, okay, well, what's happening, right? It's just, well, we're not connected or, or we're just not having sex or we're not talking to each other. But when couples understand these six different intimacies, then they can actually identify. okay, Where, where do we have a crack in a pillar? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we're not communicating very well. Well, that might, would be the emotional intimacy or... I, we can't remember the last time we went on a date. Well, that's your recreational intimacy. And so this framework actually gives them the ability to say, where do we have a crack? Right. Cause this is an area that feels a little weaker, just like in a, an actual pillar mm-hmm. and then being able to go and take action around that instead of like throwing out the whole marriage and saying, well, we're just hopeless. This is completely broken. It's saying, wait a minute, we can get really specific because we understand these six pillars and we can go after and solve the problem. It's like this, this ability to diagnose what's going on with you guys so that you can then take action, become empowered and actually transform your marriage. Yep. So for
2: example, I know, I know few people that have had this issue that if if let's say a husband is, is in charge of the finances and the wife is at home with the kids and all of a sudden their marriage is falling apart because of the finances, what, how could they have helped that situation? What would they need to do to to be able to, you know, solve their marriage in that case?
3: So when you look at it, there were two things that you mentioned there. One is the financial intimacy pillar. Mm -hmm. And then you also have the emotional intimacy, which is how are they having conversations? What does that look like? How are they being intentional? And and the emotional intimacy pillar really is like the workhorse because obviously conversations drive Mm -hmm. and how we interact drive the other five. So it's looking at this and going, okay, you know what? What does it look like for a couple to have a monthly monthly marriage money meeting? (laughs) Lots of M's there. But to be in this regular rhythm of discussing their finances, what do they need to uncover in each other about how, what, what are their money beliefs? Mm-hmm. A lot of times we come into marriage and we don't talk anything about money. We're like, it will right. all work itself out. And Somehow,
0: then- some way, but we're, we're, as long as we don't talk about it, it'll still work its way out. But in yet we're not addressing our financial intimacy. So then it starts to crumble. Mm-hmm. That pillar begins to crumble and we're like, well, what do we do now?
3: And a lot of times when it comes to the financial intimacy, you can have one person handling the finances, but what's happening in that, and I see this a lot with my coaching client, what's happening with the finances, maybe they've taken on more debt, maybe you know the unexpected car repairs have put them into a bad spot, maybe somebody's spending too much. And they keep it all to themselves instead of having a conversation to be able to go, what's our plan? And sometimes it can be as simple as Whoever's handling it might not be the right person to handle it, and so that needs to be transferred over for a season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or there needs to be different. There are a lot of different strategies that you can put around it, but it's getting to the root of the matter. It's not just saying, "Well, we have you know money issues, that's why we have to get a divorce." It's saying, "Wait a minute, let's let's dial this in with both emotional and financial intimacy, and figure out what what are the skills we need."
2: Yeah, and a lot of times too, like well, for this particular example that I'm giving you guys, I mean um if one partner feels that they can trust the other one finan- with the finances and the other one just takes advantage of it how how do you deal with that like i had an issue that way someone approached me saying look i had all my trust in my partner but now we have no money and now we got to get divorced because he took advantage of my trust and you know blew out, blew all of our savings because the, the other partner was so busy with the, with the with the family at home how do you deal with yeah. that
0: yeah. In those issues, Nina, in all honesty, there's so many things going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There really are. So let, let's be real here. That's what they're telling you. And that's what they can even tell us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so much going on. And it would be a disservice for us to say, oh, it's this, this, and this. Yeah. Right. Truly, when it gets to that point, and we tell so many in the one family who come to us and we'll say just that same thing. I can't answer unless we know what's going on, like what's really going on. And so really at that point in time, it's getting help, Mm -hmm. go to a counselor, get to a therapist, go to a marriage coach. You know, those are things that you can do. Those are choices you can make, but people's ego and pride will get in their way before they'll step into that. Yeah. And so for them, the only option is, well, I got to get a divorce. Do you, have you done everything you possibly can? Right. Yes, I understand they broke your trust. Elisa and I have broken each other's trust many a times in our 24 years of marriage. But we are willing to go, you know what? We've screwed things up. We're human. We are going to mess up every once in a while. But we're willing to go down this road and continue to work and grow together. So that's what I would tell most people is like, hey, the six pillars of intimacy are there. And if you put them to work, you will see breakthrough in it. But you're going to have to dive into them. and then in places where there's trust been broken or just little areas, this, that it may be best to go see somebody mm-hmm. and talk to them.
1: Perfection. Well, how, how about this? You got, you, you said you got your six pillars of intimacy. How about we kind of go through them and see maybe, you know, if somebody's missing something, you know, one of these, how could they implement something to, to get it active sure. again? You know, like a, let's say they're, well, yeah. they're missing the physical intimacy. How can they, spark that up or the spiritual or yeah. oh you know
0: yeah i love it those, those are those are simple i like emotional intimacy just for for we'll start with that one because it is the workhorse mm-hmm. yeah. y- you have verbal and nonverbal communication right now we're doing verbal communication but you guys know it having been married 24 years the nonverbal communication can really tweak you or make you really excited because if your spouse goes like this to you and I just, crossed my, arms, I just yeah. crossed my arms for those of you who are listening because this is audio crosses <laughs> your arms and turns your back to them. That's nonverbal communication. Yeah. But if they come to you with their arms open and they're looking to hug you and kiss you, that's also nonverbal communication that draws them near to you. So in either of those, let's just say you're not able to communicate verbally. One way would be just to go on a walk and talk. Mm-hmm. 10 minutes. If you've never done this with your spouse, Get out. You don't need to sit across the table from them. You don't need to sit knee to knee, look them in the eye, you know, and feel awkward. Go grab your spouse. Doesn't matter where you are. Grab their hand. Take 10 minutes and go walk up and down the street.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing how the little things actually create such a big impact. Yeah. Right. So um, after emotional intimacy, we often talk about physical intimacy. And, you know, in the dating phase, it's like, no big deal. Like I'm going to hug you and I'm going to kiss you. And I'm just going to, you know, wrap my arms around you all the time. And then, you know, 20 years of marriage goes by and you're like, I can't remember the last time we did more than a peck on the cheek or, yeah. or it was like an actual hug, yeah. you know, we sit on opposite ends of the couch. We do that kind of thing. And so sometimes we actually have to ask our spouses, you know, how do you want to be touched? If you guys have a lot of history, if you've been married, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, what feels good to you now might not be the same thing that the two of you started with. If you've had kids, especially for a woman, after she's had kids, the touch thing gets a little bit weird because she's got a baby on her all the time. Um, and I want to be real clear, her physical intimacy, the, that loving touch is different than sexual intimacy. Because how, how Tony and I communicate through physical touch when we're out in public, when we're around our kids, things like that, it's very different than how we connect sexually in our bedroom. And it it's important for couples to understand that those two things are different mm-hmm. because a lot of times we just want to say physical intimacy. Well, we know a lot of couples and we've worked with a lot of couples that they may be hugging and kissing each other, but there is no sex going on. Yeah. Not the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so to be able to address that. So that's the physical intimacy.
0: Yeah. Financial intimacy. I think we covered that, you know, just talking about just doing a monthly marriage meeting. Mm-hmm. If you haven't done it. Sit down. What's going on? Um, for some people, when it comes to their financial intimacy, they may already be doing that, but they haven't done a will, a trust. Um, they don't know each other's passwords. I mean, these are things that you got to start thinking about. And having seen my dad pass three and a half years ago, what a blessing it was that my dad had his house in order. Mm -hmm. We knew where everything was. My mom knew where everything was having these things set up. Um, is important and vital for if you're running a business or you're retired or you're getting close to retirement or you're, or you're saving for it, knowing these things and getting involved in, in the day-to-day, but also that long-term.
3: Yeah. Um, the last three intimacies you've got spiritual intimacy and, you know, for some couples that's going to be, you know, starting to pray together. Mm-hmm. Um, or doing I, a devotion. Or doing a devotional. I I've told uh, what I realized over the years is that you know when you listen to somebody pray, it can actually be much more emotionally intimate than even having sex because yeah. you, you know sometimes when people are having sex, they're not even actually present. But when you're listening to someone pray. Um, or in worship with someone or doing a devotional you get into this emotional connection mm-hmm. this spiritual and emotional connection that actually creates huge transformation and shifts in a marriage yeah. um, so it's looking at those types of things are you know what are those those faith practices that we want to incorporate as a couple um because so often we're raised to believe that you know faith is individual right but when you get married it really becomes a couple
0: yeah recreational intimacy hey dates yeah like
2: what dating? do you suggest for dates, date nights? What do you suggest? Once a week, once a month?
0: Twice why, did, a day? why does it have to what? be date night?
3: Date day, date Why breakfast. can't it be date
0: breakfast? Why can't it be date lunch? Why can't it be date night? Why can't it, whatever the two of you choose. Yeah. In, in all honesty, having studied so many marriages and people, what you guys would do and considered an awesome date, Elisa and I may be like, that's not us. And what yeah. we do, you may look at it and go, why would we do something like that? Yeah, it's yeah. what you guys enjoy, and really, what we love for people to do is see these and go, "What do we love? What? Who, who am I, Roger? Who? Who am I? What do? What do you love to do? And how do you express that to Nina? So that way, if you guys choose, Elisa and I do a date morning on Friday morning. We take anywhere from an hour to three hours every Friday morning and we do something. Sometimes we're, we're walking in a park we're, we're going out to the ocean. Sometimes we're just sitting at a restaurant. You know, we change it up because we want to do different things. You know, we'll sit at a restaurant and we'll just pull out cards and we'll just ask each other questions. We'll go for a drive. So whatever that is for you guys, make it your own um, because when you do make it your own, then it impacts the two of you. Mm-hmm. Then it's for you guys, it's like, boom. Like some people just want to adventure, man. They're like, let's go once a month, but we want to do something big once a month. Yeah.
3: And, you know, I want to say something, you know, just to that question is that people, you know, over the course of their marriage, you'll go through different stages. That's you know, true. what how you can get out and date when you've got toddlers versus when you've got teenagers versus when you're empty nesters versus, you know, both of us are employed. One of us, like all of those different variables what's important about the recreational intimacy is that you're intentional about spending focused present time with your spouse.
2: I love that. I love, love that. It's funny that you said that because we were away a few years back, Raj and I, just the two of us, we go away a lot and we were away and and we were at this resort. Part of the
1: extreme date nights.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We could, you know, in Vegas or in LA or whatever, (laughs) but we were at this restaurant and we watched just this couple that was a little older than us, for about two hours, we were sitting there having a conversation, eating dinner. They did not look at each other whatsoever or had a conversation. And I, I was telling them, like, "That is, ne- I never wanted that to be us. I never yeah. want to have to sit there and not chat with you and talk to you. And there was just two of them. So that yeah. is really sad for me to, to see.
1: Yeah. So I never want to have well, the, that. The date for night sure. thing, we or date day, date whatever, uh, that we do is – I find we, we we get right into it. Sometimes we'll go to a restaurant, whether it's for lunch or whatever, because we both work together, we're both in real estate. So sometimes we're out with clients and we'll stop at a patio somewhere and have lunch. And if we decide it's going to be a date night as opposed to a uh, work discussion, right. we'll sit side by side. We'll move the table. We'll sit side by side. And sometimes we'll bring up stupid conversations like, uh, you know, what if we won $30 million tomorrow? What will we do? And just have that kind of conversation. Cause it's exciting. It's fun. And you're dreaming, you're doing all that stuff. So it kind of hits yeah. quite a few of the, the uh, um, intimacy in six uh, pillars. Yeah. In one, wow. in one shot.
0: I love your intentionality of, and this is really cool. And I think all of us can learn from this one is your intentionality to go, Hey, cause you work together and you guys are in it all day long, 24 seven. You guys yeah. are with each other. We get Not it. Right. We, that's, that's, us. that's That's us. Like, my office is downstairs. Elisa's office is upstairs. We wake up. We breathe what we do. We do our things. We're constantly together. But what you said was powerful, and I, and I want us to even think about doing this, is that you go, hey, we're going out for a, a, a lunch because we're working together. We're across from each other. But when we go on a date, we're really going to we sit next to each other.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that intentionality alone changes the whole dynamic of like this is no longer us working together but this is us being husband and wife we're sitting together there's probably some closeness there's some physical touch maybe yeah whatever you want like whatever you want to do but what 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 that's an amazing way to take that recreational intimacy and go hey this is what it means to us to be really in this area. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah.
3: It's funny that you bring
2: that up. Last year, we went to a restaurant and Roger sat next to me. The manager of the restaurant came over and told him to move a well, glass. Well,
1: I, I didn't just sit next to it. The table, its a it, it was a busy downtown restaurant. The table was long and skinny this way. So I was kind of far from her, sitting in front of her. It was, he
2: was so pretty I far. So I spun
1: the table around.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so next to me. And, and, I, next, yeah.
1: and I guess he, he got a little bit of, uh, what do you call it? The... Um, Oh, it has to Everything yeah, has to be perfect way, You know yeah. what I mean? So so he wanted me to turn around And, and I got kind of upset At the manager And I, he spun, I spun the table back after <laughs> When I realized That he just did it For me to do that
2: He's like, I'm here with my wife I'd like to sit next to my wife um, Like, it's not like It's a restaurant We're paying to have A, a nice dinner nice And it was the end together. of the night
1: It was like 11 o'clock at night like, yeah. so, so I thought somebody Was going to sit beside us But then when I, when I realized They emptied the table completely and there was nothing I was like So he just did that <laughs> For the sake of me so, sitting in front?
2: So he makes it a point yeah. to when it's our date night to us to be sitting next to each other no matter where we are. Because we want to be, like you said, close to each other. We want to be that intimate with each other when it's our, our own time. Because we do have yeah. children. We have two teens that we spend our most of our free time with them. So when we're alone together, when you are on that lunch hour together or dinner together, we want to be together. You know what I mean? And it
1: gets people's attention. People come up to us sometimes and, oh, you guys are so cute. The waitresses are always, or waiters are always you just like-
2: dating kind of thing. We're yeah, like, yeah. no, 24 years of this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> look at this. look
3: at that. I love that. Awesome. I love that. and You know, that being able to create those rituals mm-hmm. that, are you know, literally shift your brain. I mean, that's yeah. what that's doing. You're, you're telling your brain this is this is dedicated present time. Like I'm going mm-hmm. to, we're going to be intimate in this moment. I'm going to be fully present. We're going to be close and connected. And when it's work, it's work, mm-hmm. right? Right. You're, you know, sit across the table from each other because you're like, All right, yeah. yeah. So.
0: This isn't like we're catching a burger at In and Out or Chick fil A or something. You know, this is us really being present and being in the moment in our recreational intimacy i love it yeah yeah Yeah.
2: so do we so do we now how can it like what how can you help a couple what kind of i say if someone's having an issue can they come to you guys how what what can you do that
3: so we have a number of resources here at one extraordinary marriage i mean i've been coaching individuals and couples for over eight years now um certified coach and and i just i jump into people's problems you know two feet all in. And I, like I tell people, I'll fight for your marriage as hard as you're fighting for your marriage. Mm-hmm. I, I will, I will get in there with you. We've built out over the last 11 years, numerous programs. We have our intimacy, you our 12 month group coaching program, which really comes alongside couples, creates community, creates focus, accountability to really say, you know what? Most of us didn't grow up in families
0: mm-hmm.
3: where, you know, we were getting all of the practical skills for marriage. We just caught a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Some of it was good. Some of it was really dysfunctional. Everybody's got dysfunctional. So I'm not making a judgment here. We all right. got dysfunction.
2: Absolutely. Even,
3: <laughs> even the picture, perfect little house on the prairie white picket fence. You got your stuff. And so we, with everything that we've learned, we wanted to come alongside couples and say, let's, let's give you the skills. Let's give you the resources. Let's give you that knowledge yeah. that you didn't have. And let's, let's, bring you into this program so that after 12 months, you're doing marriage at such a high level that people are like, you were just saying, they're looking at you in the restaurants. They're coming up to you. Your kids are saying, why are my parents different? Your neighbors and friends are going, why do you still look happy? I know you guys, you've been married 25 years. Why (laughs) why do you look like you're in love? What Mm -hmm. is that about? And that's (laughs) to miss you is about coming alongside couples and giving them all of that so that they can be that couple
0: mm-hmm.
3: where others are going, I want what they've got. What have they figured out? And so that's, that's really, that's our baby. Yeah, You know, I'll do and the one. How I'm do coaching. you do that?
2: Is that like a couple thing or is it an individual thing? Like, is it just one, one, one partner comes to you guys or both partners? Or is it private? How does it, how do you do it?
3: So intimacy you is group coaching. Mm-hmm. So, and it's for, the, it's for husband and wife because what we've learned is that, you know, I will do one-on-one coaching with folks if just one spouse you know wants to work on stuff or if the other one's not ready but right. but the power in intimacy you is really this community that's created right of understanding as you're going through life at different ages and stages you know you're not alone everybody's right. dealing with teenagers at some point in time everybody's dealing right. with health issues everybody's dealing with you know we can't talk to each other like everybody's got- laws
0: outlaws dogs buying property, selling property, yeah, whatever. you know, whatever it is, people getting hurt, it, it, it all happens.
3: But, but when you're in community and you have yeah. resources and accountability behind you, what we've heard from so many people, and we've witnessed this couple after couple, you get to focus mm-hmm. on more than just what you think is the problem. Like when we were talking about just some of the different intimacies, a lot of times people think, oh, my marriage is, you know, junk in this area. And they're singularly focused on that. But when they become part of intimacy you, they look at the different six pillars. They look right. at these different skills and strategy, and they're able to elevate their marriage because they're not just so myopic around, well, we can't talk to each other. Hmm. Well, let's let's build up all six of your pillars, let's equip you so that you're actually coming from a place of empowerment to tackle whatever comes your way in your marriage.
0: Yeah.
2: What do you what do you guys see um, number one? issue with the couples like what is what, what's, what's more what, common what's, yeah, what's, what's more, more common in a in a is it know. financial is it
0: no the biggest would be emotional it, it, there's a disconnect that begins to happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's usually the verbal and non-verbal communication that happens there's this, this there's just such a fire and there's a connection that happens and then over time you know you bring everything into it one spouse or the other just chooses not to to engage or how do you engage or you've been rejected so you don't speak up anymore. Yeah. And so I think that would be the number one. And then the one and two is is emotional intimacy and sexual intimacy. Those are one and two we always hear about one and two, like, oh, I haven't had sex in six months. Uh you know, I I asked or we tried to initiate and I got rejected or whatever may be happening in, in around sexual intimacy, but those are the two big areas.
3: And, and I, I would see say, that. I you could know, just that. to drill it down, most people don't expect to have to work on marriage,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right?
3: So there's a lack of intention. I mean, you guys, you know, talking about your real estate business, you know, that in order to sell a house, you're going to have to put some effort into it Absolutely. in order to help your buyers buy a house. There's going to have to be like, it's not just going to be like, Hey, so they want to buy a house. Cool. We'll yeah. just sit back and wait till it happens, right? Like that's crazy. Wouldn't yeah. nothing would Absolutely. happen? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Their their mindset. They're probably looking at each other saying, "You're supposed to love me. Like I don't have right. to buy anything. You're supposed to love me, and I'm supposed to love you." This that should just be easy. Yeah, yeah. And
3: so getting into this place, like, and we've really been talking about this a lot lately here at One Extraordinary Marriage of shifting that mindset mm-hmm. of saying to be extraordinary. You have to be willing to be intentional and take action. Marriage is not a passive relationship. And, and when you when you embrace that it's not a passive relationship, then you start looking at these different pillars and you're like, what can I do? How can yeah. I affect change? And everything hinges on couples saying individually saying, Well, what can I do? Because if I if I do something and he does something, we're both active.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think that's the key. What what can I do as opposed to what can I make him do or what can I make her do? Yeah, so it's you got to look at yourself, and because I mean, it, and I and I see what you're saying—the emotional uh, being being a, a big one. I don't know how many of the arguments that we would have, but it would probably start with, like you said, some sort of eye rolling to a comment, or you know, just kind of brushing off what you're saying, and I get emotional, yeah, yeah. So then there's then there's arguments and stuff like that, and of course the other one for not having enough sex, <laughs> things tend to tend tend to fall apart a little bit in in terms of. Yeah. Their, happiness. I mean, and I
2: think that's due to emotional as well. I mean, if you're not having sex, what's the issue? What are you feeling? Why don't you want to have, you know, that, you know? I, so it falls back down I, to I tell her all the
1: time, you can't spell happiness without penis. The first
3: time I you it said it. that, I actually paused. I'm like, oh, that's brilliant.
0: You got to get the penis book. Yeah, if you haven't read it. <laughs> if you read the mm-hmm. book, you got to read it. It is I absolute.
3: I
2: did pause
3: too. I was like, I never, <laughs>
0: It is absolutely fantastic. I tell the penis all of book. my buddies, uh, we okay. tell everybody in the one family, we're like, guys, you have to pick this up. The doctor who uh, wrote it is just spot on. And it just really helps guys understand like some of the things that are going on. And And he's just legit, like been a doctor for 25 years and been working on penises. Nice.
3: What,
2: what's the, what is it called? It's
0: the, the penis book.
3: Penis the penis book.
1: book. It's not the, yeah. it's not yes, the, it's the kind of book Spain you want to get at the library. It will be like nice and... Disgusting. The Amazon. Amazon.
3: <laughs> Amazon. There's that one. And then, you know, for, for ladies, the Vagina Bible. The Vagina um, Bible. Those are like must reads. Mm-hmm. Like every couple should have that. And both husband and wife should read both books. Both. I was going to get, gonna say, should we I'm switch, switch going I'm right. going
2: to get them. I'm going to get them
3: both. Just for the purpose of education. It, it's <laughs> totally... It, it, changes everything you'll
0: change it'll change everything when it comes to that sexual intimacy pillar it change it honestly allows you to look at each other's bodies and go
3: oh Uh, i get it
0: okay got it understanding what's going on now on him and her and it's like all right we got to do this more you know we we definitely need to do more foreplay for both parties and this is why and this is where it's helpful for us so we talk about those and have read them Um, many times because it, it really does impact our sexual intimacy.
2: It's right. amazing. Well, we've been doing the the wow and aha moments for past six months that we started this podcast because we, like I said before, we thought we knew everything to know about our marriage, or, but we're learning so much more, so much more. And this is no exception. Absolutely. I learned
1: so much Can't wait to get those books. <laughs> it would be good marketing for the penis book if it came in different sizes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's good. <laughs> this
1: is why I've been waiting like for the years. average
0: male penis. It'd be a pretty small book. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: oh my gosh You guys are awesome right. You know Conversation
2: <laughs> I, I love what you said Lisa But marriage is not A passive relationship Because it is so true A lot of people ask me All the time How do you guys Make it work What's your secret sauce I'm like It's freaking hard work It's extremely hard work It's from day one We never stop working on it Yeah Um. It's the only way it's the, it's the
1: ingredients In the
2: sauce 100% hard, hard work And even having kids I remember having My babies were back to back. They're 15 months apart. And I used to do hairdressing. I used to do real estate. I was working and taking care of the kids. And my girlfriends, everybody's like, how the hell are you doing this? I'm like, I don't know. I just work (laughs) and I don't think. I just Just go, go, go. And it's the same thing with a marriage. You just got to work on it and don't think of anything else. Just work on it.
1: You got to enjoy it. I mean, I think, you know, we work together, but a lot of people don't. So I can just imagine going eight, nine, 10 hours of work all day and not wanting to come home or not enjoying coming home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it, it's part of your life just as much as the job is. So put as much effort as you do in your in your career, in your marriage.
3: One, mm-hmm. well, you know, I think I, that just came to mind as you were talking about work is that, you know, a lot of people have this really negative connotation of work, right? Oh, uh, got to go to work. And yet when we work out, and get physically fit and see those results. And we're looking at ourselves in the mirror. We're like, that was worth every crunch, every push up, every, you know, extra set of weights on the dumbbell every hour. Cause look at me. Absolutely. And it's We've got to approach our marriage with that saying, you're going to put in the sweat equity, but what you're going to see on the breakthrough is going to like, be like looking in the mirror at that million dollar body where you're like, mm-hmm, worth all of it. Yeah,
2: I agree. And you know what? working on a marriage doesn't have to be a negative thing. Uh, we make it fun. I don't know about you guys, but we, it sounds like you do too as well, but we really make it fun. Like we work out every day together. I push him, he pushes me. When we go into learning things about our, in our marriage, we go do it together. We make it a fun weekend. we make it so it's, that's the kind of work I'm saying. It's a conversation, learning. If I'm fine with you, I got to really think about how to fight because, And we've done it before we fought dirty and we fought hard and we didn't speak to each other for like days but now our fights are like five minutes okay i'm done i love you back now like let's get back to normal like it's that's the kind of work i'm saying
1: yeah and we've learned that from all the guests like yourselves that we've had on this podcast we've picked up little tidbits of everything and say okay well instead of arguing for two days let's get to the point right now, <laughs> you know, maybe you need an hour to get away and calm down and then come back and talk about it, but don't let it sit for two or three days and linger.
0: Right. Yeah. So, so, so this is totally
2: awesome. Perfect. You guys now tell us where, where can our listeners find you and how if they need help or they're having issues in their marriage where they can go.
0: Yeah. Best place to go. one marriage.com. Everything is there. You can find our podcast. We've been podcasting for 11 years. Uh, have over 650 episodes. So there's a plethora to listen to. You can get the six pillars of intimacy there. So everything we need or anybody, anything, anybody That's else, we need, not whatever it. we need, whatever you guys need, go to oneexpertinarymarriage.com.
2: Well, we're definitely going to do that. You guys are amazing. I don't want to take up too much of your time. We're already up. Our time's up with you. We were told only 45 minutes. <laughs> you awesome. guys are amazing. So,
3: thank
2: blessing. you. Thank you. Thank so you so
3: much. much. Love you guys.
2: Love you. Thank you. And we're for sure, we're going to be connecting more and hopefully we get you guys on the show again.
0: Love it. Thank you guys.
2: Thanks a lot. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating on whichever platform you're tuning in from.
1: It means the world to us to have your support on our show in this little mini way.
2: (laughs) You can also stalk us on Instagram and head over Hill show for more juicy stuff.
1: If you have any questions send them via email at us at hohshow.com or dm us on socials
2: thank you for having us between your ears and as always
1: we, we wish, you wish you what we have, we have.